What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Of course, you know it's your boy, B-Hop Radio, shouty. And stepping in the building, I got my Memphis fam in this thing. One of the coldest artists to come out of the South with it. One of the forefront leading ladies in this thing. La Chat, what's good with it, boss lady? You know, you oh. know, I finally made it, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Chat, I've been trying to get you in this room with me for years of this thing, man. I had so much going on, you know. See, what people don't know about me is uh-huh. like you got Lil Chat, you yeah. got Chastity. Ooh. And you got chat. Yeah. Now, you know, everybody love chastity. Yeah. Everybody love a little chat, but you don't want to mess with chat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've been busy being chastity. You know, I, uh, my brother Womack, which he got music out, Womack the home, and he been paralyzed from neck down for uh, six years. Yeah. He was in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And we was like, why are you in a nursing home? And they was like, because y'all ain't got nobody to take care of him. Yeah. So we brought him home. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was his nurse. For six years, his, his wife ended up passing. That's why I ain't make it to you last year. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace to her, because I had to go identify and do the funeral, plus take care of him at the same time. But, you know, we passed it. He's stronger. Yeah. Won't make the homie. Y'all check him out. The doctor said he wasn't going to be talking or doing none of that. He dropping the album, so y'all check him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He on Spotify, all that. So, you know, that's what I've been doing. This year, though, he just... Seen that I've been doing it so long and doing yeah. it by myself. He's like, my sis, gone. Go gone, gone, gone back to do what you want to do. Exactly. You know? And I love him for that because he said, I know you care. Exactly. <laughs> Chat, coming up in Memphis with it, though, what was it like for you growing up in that musical town, though? Ah, oh, man, the music was like street. Yeah. Like everything that was going on, the drugs, the killing, the robbing, yeah. the thugging, all that was real. That's yeah. one thing about our music. We want just... Making up nothing. We was going by what we was doing, what we was seeing, trapping, you know. Hoes can be like niggas. We was trapping, too. We was getting money, too. Exactly. So, you know, it was it was good. It was cool. Getting down, with time of, getting down with Time of Right the Third and Tim Wanted Man. Uh, well, you know, I started out with uh, Juicing Them first. I was like okay. 13, 14 years old Hold when up. I met Juicing. So you telling me you were 13 in this thing when you hooked up with the Mafia? Before they was the mob, they was six, six, six. So I've been around. Okay, so now, Chad, you said that you were sitting over here 13, 14 when you met up with Juice and Paul. There. My, I was like 13, 14 in my teens. I was going to uh, East High School. Yeah. Um, I ran across the cat and I Lil Nord. You know, yeah. he was with them back in the days. And he was rapping with Juicy. And uh, I kept on telling him, you know, my mom and you know, he was like, man, we started rapping. And <laughs> me and him started rapping against each other. And he was like, man, you can't flow. So he was like, man, I'm going to get Juicy on now. I'm going to get Juicy yeah. on now. I'm like, okay. So one day, Juicy ended up calling me one night. He was like, uh, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's Juicy. I'm like, hello? You know, I'm still a little girl. He's like, uh, yeah, this Juicy, I heard you can rap, spit something. I'm like, uh, my mom in the room? <laughs> He's like, uh-uh, oh, man, I thought you wanted to rap. Yeah. I ain't want to You don't want to rap. And he hung up. I said, man, I missed my chance. Yeah. So I thought. But later on in the night, he called back. He was Jordan. He was like, you know, you got Juicy and you yeah, got Jordan. Yeah. He called, he said, hey, what's up? How you doing? It's Jordan. I said, hello? He's like, this Jordan. This Chad. I said, yeah, this is me. He said, yeah, I, I called you earlier. I was trying to see. I heard you can rap. I said, yeah, I can rap. He said, well, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Sure, I went outside this time. Yeah. <laughs> he said. I want me to miss this chance. So yeah. I went outside, spit a rap for him, and... After that, he was like, man, I want you. You bump it. I'm going to come down and record you. Matter of fact, he came over a friend of mine's house with the little tape recorder that you push the little record and play. Yeah. And the microphone. Yeah. He was sitting in somebody's um, living room. 
and we recorded, and I was like, I ain't gonna do nothing with it. And this time, now I was on the mixtape. The song "Pop Pop" till you drop is on the YouTube. My voice is like lighter than yeah. your little daughter's voice. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even imagine. And it was me and Crunch on there, and then from that point on, um, I was in the streets a lot. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm hanging out. Me and my baby daddy, we hustling. We yeah. Doing everything now. He he really was kind of. I was scraping away from the music, but I, all the time, you know, I'm a female. That's how we do. We we follow our niggas. That's right. But juicing them, they blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. So we come around and uh, next I know they got a deal. He called me like chat. We just got a deal, man. We finna let, put out Mr. Styles. I want you on. I need you on. I'm like okay, I got you. I got you. So you know, we, they getting in touch with me. I'm still in the streets. I'm. <laughs> Doing this, that I only made one song. Yeah. So people don't know I'm on Mr. Styles. Yeah. So right after that, the deal. So after that, once again, I'm still the street girl. Yeah. And I just stayed out the out the way, but I kept rapping. I kept on and my, me and I end up getting pregnant. Yeah. End up having a baby daddy. Yeah. And uh, but I kept rapping. I kept my name out there and juicing them. They was going on, going on. Yeah. And so when I kept rapping, they. End up hearing the album that I had came up with, Ultimate Revenge. Yeah. And uh, I was managing Dixie Queen. Mm -hmm. I was a manager of Dixie Queen. And uh, he called. He was like, Chad, I heard, I heard your album. We want you back. You yeah. know, I was doing, I did this album with my cousin, uh, Gang Gang and Big Pat. Yeah. They had put some money behind me. We know we were going on Beale Street, yeah. rocking the white folks. And they like, man, who is this girl? Yeah. I, I thought I was a real star. I was still, keep my mouth still young. Now. Yeah. I was thinking I'm a big star. And Juice and them, they had already had been out there with the uh, Mr. Styles yeah. and what else they had put out? Turn the club up. Yeah. 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 And so at this time, Juice was like, man, we want you back. And I was like, okay, I'll hematize camp. Here we go. You know, and I come up to the hematize camp posse. What was it like when you saw that mystic, mystic Styles go crazy and you thinking to yourself, okay, I'm with these folks, but I'm still out here in these streets and I know I need to be over here with the team going crazy too. But at that time, I really wasn't thinking about it. I was uh -huh. young. I was the typical female that was in the street following my nigga. Oh. I didn't give a damn about that shit. Yeah. You hear me? We sitting up here. We from hotel to hotel. He trapping. We, yeah. I think we on. He getting my hair done. Yeah. I'm in somebody's kitchen getting my hair done. I'm thinking I'm grown. All the time, these folks blowing up. Yeah. You know, so I really didn't look at it like that. But I just kept rapping and kept doing, you know, what I had to do. But it was a good, good exposure. When you got linked back up with the camp, though, what was that like when you touched back down? And they got this whole thing. They got the motion going. The tracks is crazy as hell, too. Talk to me about when you heard that production chat and what was going through your mind when you were like, y'all want me to rap on this right here? This thing going crazy. My really, when I... Really, when they heard me, they couldn't believe Ooh. that I put that on that thing. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> I with you. It was like, you know, we got in there. I knew what they was about. Yeah. I knew they were going to put it down anyway because that's what they known for. Yeah. So they wasn't for sure. But I'm sure they was for sure. But they still didn't know what I was going to come up with. Uh -huh. And every time it never failed, they'll put a beat on. I go to another room and I come back. They go downstairs. I drop in the pile of juices. They was like the uh, producer. So yeah. they. There's like a, a American talent type yeah. thing. After you drop, you got to wait and see do they approve. It's a high drop, and I'll be sitting down looking like, uh -huh. and then they come down like, man, Chad, you killed it. You bumped it. And I did hoes can be like niggas. I don't even task count posse. Ass and titties. Yeah. Project hoes. Um, 
Well, I was all through that thing. Exactly. And, and, and it just went from there. I was still working. I was still managing Dixie Queen. Yeah. And uh, that the people they might make quit my job, which I'm still mad at them right now. But because you know, ain't nothing like the show money. I'm gonna Come keep some money going. Exactly. But people was coming up to the restaurant and they was flooding out the the. Uh, Dining room and they was holding up my drive through and they was like, "What well, a rapper girl? She working?" I'm like, "No, okay, y'all, please." <laughs> and I'm the manager, so you know, it was hard for me to to let them go. And then I didn't want to. And then Juicy came to me too and was like, "Chat, man, look, you need to stop doing everything you doing." He said, "Man, you need to stop because I'm coming to the studio. I'm selling weed. I got you stop." He like, "Chat, you need to stop doing everything you doing right now." Yeah. He said, "Cause." My slipping slides and about you. He said, treat that like, man, where y'all getting this girl from? He said, man, you finna be big. He said, so whatever you got going, man, you just need to stop, stop working. Yeah. Stop being in the street. Stop doing all that, man. We gonna do something with you. And I was like, okay. You know, in my mind, I'm like, okay. You know, so we did the chicken head. Yeah. And the chicken head went crazy, especially when, what was that challenge that was out the box? Yeah. Where they were showing all them videos. Yeah. Wow. Talk to me about when you and Pat got on that chicken head. How did that song come about? And did you know that that was going to be an all-time hip-hop classic that you had just got on? Didn't have a clue. My God. Didn't have a clue. And that's why I look at the industry now. I'd be like, it always be what you least expect to be a hit. So when Pat, like, man, Chad, I got this joint, I need you on. I'm like, okay, like, it's chicken head. I'm yeah. like, okay. So he's like, we going to roast each other. Yeah. Like, all right, so... I went in, I wrote wrote my verses, and they said, I know. The crazy part about it, people think like we was together when we dropped it. No, I dropped mine, and then he came in and responded. So that's how it went. Like, it was, I instantly knew how he was like, you gonna roast me? Yeah. And I'm just gonna respond on how you is. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you like my outfit. Don't even fake the deal, you know. Yeah. You ride, I'm thinking everything I can say bad about a nigga. Yeah. Nigga, you ride clean, because I know niggas that were riding clean well, trying to talk to me. Eat. You trying to talk to me, and I look in your car, you won't eat. Like, how you trying to talk to somebody? So I'm thinking of everything, and then he just came in and he responded. And it came out, man, to this day, still history. Talk like to me crazy. about when you looked up, that song dropped, and it went crazy. And then you out there performing it, and you seeing them women singing that thing with veins busting out their head trying to keep up with you, Chad. Man, it was like number four, because we did the Jenny Jones show. Y'all remember yeah, Jenny Jones yeah. on the TV shows? And it was just like a, a fun, life-changing experience that I never imagined, that I never thought would happen. So for you being an artist at that time, when you became a household name at the same time, how were they acting in Memphis when they saw Chat blow up? They was thinking she was just over here Disney Queen doing her thing, but now she on TV giving folks hell in the booth on BET. Man, I couldn't go nowhere. They had to shut the malls down when I came. Anywhere I came, people just were surrounding me. You know, my son, he, he wasn't normal. Even though he, all he wanted to do was be normal. Yeah. And, you know, I was going up to the school. I came up to the school for career day. Uh-huh. Uh, they went crazy. And I, that was something good I did. Because yeah. I ended up showing the kids what I done. Yeah. The kids and the teachers. The teachers were more excited than the kids because they knew who I was. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Being with that hypnotized camp, man, at that time with all of them folks jamming, I mean, that was a big-ass camp, okay? Man, that posse was everybody thick. rocking. Talk to me about the pressure. Did you feel any pressure to get on them songs and jam, like on your weak-ass bitches and two-way freaks and stuff like that when you know you had to get them folk to business? None. 
What? I had to take my glasses out to say that. <laughs> I'm with you. I ain't feel no pressure because I already know how we always go come. Yeah. You know? And that's one thing about me. I never had to rewrite a, a verse. Mm -hmm. You know, I never worried about what the next person was writing about. Yeah. I always, I'll drop and be gone. Exactly. You know, I won't even know what the song gonna sound like until it come out. Yeah. So, you know, and that ain't me just being cocky. That's just me knowing that this what this Exactly. What I do. Okay, so now, chat. Speaking of giving it to the folk when it's time, you and T Rock, Rap City, going crazy in that booth. What was that like for you? See, Paul and Juice, I'm telling you something about them. They so unexpected. You would never know what they gonna do, what gonna happen. We just know we going to the basement. Yeah. I'm thinking like, yeah, we and soon tickets said, okay, who getting in the booth? They said, Chad and T Rock. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm like, what? Chad and T-Rock? Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're going to get in the booth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, then we know they, they put the little beat on. I'm like, first of all, I don't freestyle. I can yeah. honestly say I don't freestyle. I'm not one of the ones that uh, freestyle. I like to make sense. I like to write. So, they were like, well, you got to freestyle. I'm like, I don't freestyle. <laughs> just like, you don't tell people that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just telling the truth. But they put that beat on, and I just rap. And here comes T-Rock, and then there it went. My God. And we was just crunk. We was in Washington. It was like uh, experience never before. I was like, we in the basement. Answer me this, though, Chad. When you looked up and everybody was quoting you and stuff like that, how far did your music go? And were there any times where you were surprised that it was going that crazy? All the time. I was surprised because the crazy part about it, bootlegging was out around that time. Mm -hmm. And I was just out to pull up at the gas station one day, and I'm hearing somebody yeah, you ain't gonna kill shit. You ain't gonna let shit die. You weak ass too. I let the one die. So what? That sound like me. And it was some girls. They just pulled up. They didn't know I was in the expedition. Yeah. They just pulled up. and They just got to jumping out. Don't say it. I'm like, wait a minute. And then from that day on, everywhere I went, I was just hearing me. Yeah. Hearing me in the streets, and I just one day was riding, and I smiled. I said, damn. They had the CD fire. Somebody bootlegged me a cop. One thing about Paul and Juice, that music ain't coming out that studio. We didn't hear that music until the album dropped. We didn't know, even if you thought you was on the song, you might want on it. Yeah. You don't know until it come out because they made us go to the studio uh, seven days a week, uh -huh. five o'clock until, and we just was dropping. That's how we was able to stay productive. Yeah. You never know what album you was going to be on. You didn't know what song you was going to be on. Uh -huh. But that's how it went. What was it like just being with that posse at that time too, man? When they was churning out all of that music, did you see what? What was the chemistry, the vibes like in them studios when y'all was going in there? Was it fun? Was it work? What was that like for you? It was fun. It was wild. It was crazy. <laughs> of course, you know, it was party, but it was working. You yeah. know, we was drinking, we was smoking, yeah. we was all vibing, mm -hmm. and it was it was real fun. So now, crawling to a brick. Talk to me about that joint. Well, uh, Juicy came with the beat, you mm -hmm. know, and he was like, Chad, I need you to rock this junk. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And that it was real. When I think about it, it was real fun doing Murder, She Spoke because, yeah. like I said, once again, they never had a clue what I was going to do to a beat. They'll put the beat on and they'll leave me in the room. Yeah. And I, you know, right, right to the song, Blue Pat, you know, he's the engineer. I come up there. I drop juice and pound them. They downstairs. They just wait until I come say, come check it out. Yeah. So after I drop, of course, I was on the Budweiser. I need to get back on the Budweiser. <laughs> the Budweiser was no joke. <laughs> so 
When uh, I drop, they come up here and, and look, listen and look and be like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, you bumped, you bumped. So it was, it was real fun. Baby Boy soundtrack, Baby Mama, though. I mean, that Baby Boy movie was already crazy. Then you get put on that soundtrack with another banger that's about to go all the way up through there as well. Didn't have a clue. Didn't even know it. It's like, like I said, I dropped the song. We didn't know that. I didn't know nobody was in the bag. And, you know, they came with, like, uh, Baby Boy John singing them. They wanted a Baby Mama song, so... You go get another check. I'm like, another check? You know what I mean? like, Yeah, I'm like, okay. So not only that, we got premier tickets to go go to the uh see the baby boy. Yeah. And they flew all us out and we came in there. We didn't have a clue what pause was gonna get played on the song. Pie gonna kill me. But we got in there and we was listening to the uh watching the movie. Yeah. And then of course, you know, when he turned up the radio and my first come yeah. on and everybody go, Yeah, woo. <laughs> like, okay, so we having it, you know. We riding along, we sitting around again. Yeah. The car come out. My second verse come on again. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> okay. But I was like, Chad, we should have just flew you up here. <laughs> but you know, it still was fun because we got a chance to go to the pod. I mean, everybody that was at the. Uh, uh, in the movie, yeah. and it was just fun. Eve, Snoop, Snoop, Uncle, Cookie, now. Yeah. Everybody was there, and it was real fun. Exactly. And so when that movie came out, I know I went to see that movie 10 times in one day. Yeah. And people didn't know I was in the audience. <laughs> so I had to go with everybody that I knew we got to go see the movie. So yeah. when they came on in Memphis, everybody saw my verse. They were, woo, woo. They ain't now sitting there like this. <laughs> I'm in the audience, every time, every time that I, I went and saw that one day, everybody cheered, different movie theaters that I went to, Yeah, everybody cheered, and it was a big thing. What was your favorite memory and fondest memory of that time, though, Chat, Being out there, doing what you love to do, and then just being able to live a dream that a lot of young girls don't get an opportunity to live. Because in rap, it's already hard enough to get a female in the room, let alone you going there and being an elite, uh, elite MC at the same time. Uh, the fondest memories, we got so many of them, because you got to think, these people are crazy. Like, literally, this ain't no joke. This ain't no gimmick. These people are Funny, crazy, crazy. I'm gonna tell you a story about Lord Emma. He's so funny. <laughs> Man, me and Lord Emma was, we was in uh, Birmingham and uh, we was crazy. And the computer room hey, was unlocked. Yeah. Like, come on, Chad, we've been to go in here. We've been to vandalize computer room. I'm like, what? <laughs> Man, here I go. I'm going with it. I'm the charge partner. We yeah. done took his clothes, put him in the tube. We done ran shot this room, all that, boy. Capri didn't have a clue. He, had, he was so scared and nervous. And somebody, he went down there, reported it and everything. And they, he he went to another room. He couldn't sleep all night. And they kept on talking about trying to figure out Paul Juice, all of them come trying to figure out what happened. They're like, Capri, they must have thought you had some money. So we get back on the tour bus, and they were coming and talking about it. And Lord was laughing so hard. I was like, you going to give us away. you going to give us away. He's like, Chad, Chad, I got to tell him. Chad, I got to like, no, no. So I knew not to do no him. He ain't up telling him. Me and Chad did it. 
And then we get in trouble. Yeah. Now we got a fine because oh. they really thinking that, you know, somebody that came out the computer, you know, not looking for no money. It wasn't funny no exactly. more. Exactly. So I told Lord, I said, you told I told you not to tell it, but it was funny after afterwards, but at the same time, it still was serious because yeah. they really thought somebody had vandalized the room. Come on. Lord, it was did put the mind clothes in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Knowing that we on tour, oh. got this mind closed so good. Well, it was just crazy. Lord is crazy. Lord is funny. That's got to be the funniest guy on earth. Talk to me about being on tour, though. What was that like going on tour? Y'all just tearing the club up everywhere y'all go? Right, it was it was weird. It was fun. It was crazy, too, because we had some times when people didn't want to pay us. and. Ooh. You know, it be so fun. Like, we come in and that's, that's how we had to learn. Like, because keep in mind, we were still learning too. Yeah. Uh, how it goes. Get your money before you come to the club. Mm -hmm. So, we was doing some events. Like, we get half and then we get there and get in and they bringing us drinks and club and we all having a good time. And, and one day we had a club and Paul, like, wait a minute, put these drinks down. We ain't got no money. They come bring us mics and stuff. Yeah. We, ain't, we ain't been paying it. So, after that, Paula, tear this motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you they saw the club up the people, boy, we running up out of the club and somebody holler, some dude ask us, uh, some dude, you straight, bro, you straight, crunch holler. No, he ain't straight now, what? <laughs> so when I tell y'all, they are crazy. Yeah. They, they really are what they are. We, we really are what we are. Yeah. What y'all see is really what y'all get. So it's fun, and I'm glad that we all, you know, still friends, yeah. still following each other, still, you know, able to work together despite the the the, the problems that we thought that we had, yeah. you know. If we want to get into it, you know, when you're young, you think this how it is. Yeah. But, you know, when you get old, you be like, hey, man, we really was making some money. Is it? We really had it going on. <laughs> we really was fucking up our goddamn self. We yeah. really was doing the do, you know. So, yeah, it was real fun. When you think about folks like Pimp C, Lord Infamous, Coops the Nicker, the folks that ain't here today, but you was able to interact with them folks, man, what are some of your fond memories of them folks? My fond memories of Pimp. When Pimp first met me, here, what he always say. Chet, you my favorite. <laughs> That's what he always say. You my baby, he said, now, no, you and Boots, sister, y'all sisters, he said, man, see, Boots, you gonna say something, he said, but you, you gonna say something. Oh, man. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I'm just who I am, and yeah. you know, we went to his room, and uh, I was hungry, I was like, I need something, he said, are you hungry? He come out, he give me, he got the big boy meal from somewhere, for some steaks, and I here you go, like, now that's your food, like, now yeah. you can have it. So, that's one of the good memories, and then he came to Memphis one day, mm -hmm. and, uh, I was coming to show him some love. And you know me, I, I'm, I'm one of the ones, I don't like no problems. Yeah. I don't try to be Hollywood. I don't think because I'm chat, mm -hmm. like you supposed to just clear the way or mm -hmm. run out the red carpet. I'm gonna wait till you see me and yeah. get my attention. So when I come up the steps, Pimp C over there, and I was coming up the other steps, and he on the other side, I hadn't even made it really to the rope yet. But yeah. Pimp C saw me, he like, what's wrong with y'all? Man, y'all move that shit out of my mind. That's Chad. I'm like, I ain't saying nothing. But all the time, you know, they was going to do it because they fuck with us anyway. Yeah. But Pimp C went at me like, man, y'all need to get let her through. We came in, and when I tell you, he showed so much love that he rapped the whole time with his arms around me. In Memphis, on stage. That's hard. Love, That's hard. Love, man. What Rest in peace, Pimp C, man. 
what goes through your mind, though, chat, when you're around these folks, having these wonderful memories with them, and then they pass and stuff like that? Well, how, how does that hit you? It's hard. It hurt. Yeah. It hurt because, like I said, these folks part of our childhood. We all grew up together. Yeah. I, we was in our teens for real, for real. Yeah. And, you know, like we lost Coop. That hurt bad. We all was at the hospital hoping that he pulled through when yeah. he had his aneurysm. Yeah. And we watched him breathe, breathe, breathe slowly so he took his last breath. My God. So at least we was there. But with Lord, you know, we, we just didn't see it coming. Yeah. Didn't see it coming, so it hurts. Does that piss everybody off when it's time for reunion time? Because it's like, you know, when you want to get the fam together, how does that go down when folks are trying to figure out how to get the hypnotized camp posse back together? Well, you know, we did a couple of dates. Yeah. And uh, they made it work. Mm -hmm. They made it work. But we always do some rest in peace, Lord, or, you know, do a tribute out to them or yeah. do a Lord and Coop. Mm -hmm. And you just leave their parts out, you know, because yeah. the songs got about six verses to yeah. it, so you just leave their paws out. Okay. So, Chad, you telling me that when Lord passed, it caught everybody off guard, man. It got everybody off guard because, you know, uh, he had a couple of wrecks and stuff. Yeah. But he survived them. He and Gloria went through a lot of stuff. He survived some to just know that one day he just went home, went to sleep on the latest end down on the table and, and didn't wake up, you know, it caught us all off guard. Yeah. He had a heart attack. We had got, you know, the news. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Now I got to ask. We had just did a, a, a reunion show. Uh-huh. We was in Chattanooga. And Lord was so happy. Damn. He kept, he Talk to me about that. That was my dream. That was my dream to put us back together, y'all. One show after that. Oh. How was that show when everybody got back together? Good vibes like we never left. Yeah. Like we never left. And that's how we still be today. Yeah. Like, we get around each other. It's like we never left. Exactly. We was talking about that money, and you said when you look back on it, you realize that you was getting a lot of it. Yeah. And you was out here getting paid. Yeah, we really was, because and still getting paid today. Come on. Off of being, you know, down with 3-6 and humanized man. And once one, one thing about it, and that's still to this day, right, today, a lot of people don't know about the industry. Mm hmm Sometimes, you know, I'm old, I can tell the truth, we, we tend to think that we're bigger than what we are. Mm. And we tend to think that we can make bigger moves that we can make, you know, because of, at the time, how things going, but yeah. don't really realize how hard it is yeah. and how much it really takes to do it. Shit. And so you look at it like you getting some money, but you ain't getting enough money. Mm. You getting some money, but you could be getting more money. Uh -huh. That's how you're thinking in your mind. That's how these new artists would be thinking too. Yeah. But just don't know. Soon you cut me loose, then you on your own. Yeah. And then you end up finding out that it's harder than what you thought it was. Yeah. And that's pretty much what was going on with the camp. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of us we 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 felt like you know, and I and I, I'm probably the first one to say it. Yeah. I'm just being honest. A lot of us, I know I did, and I'm sure they did too. Felt like that they could be making more money. They could be doing a lot more than yeah. what they was doing. And then once we let go, you know, we really had to start all over. And even though our names was out here, we still had to work our ways still out here and, you know, do all the work. Exactly. They been with Father Juice and them. They was doing all the work. All we had to do was come in and drop on the music and go on. Yeah. They the ones had to put it together, go to the record companies, do the videos, work out the budgets, give us the budgets to do the videos, say, yeah. hey, Chad, this is what we're going to give you to go shopping, yeah. all this. And, you know, 
none of that didn't didn't bring in till after you're gone and you paying for your own clothes and you paying for your own studio time and you paying for your own beats and yeah. all that and so it was a misunderstanding, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now that you're grown and you realize it. And like I said, we never had no bad blood. And I was with Koch Records. They got me a deal signed through Koch Records. Yeah. And between them, t- between Koch and whatever, the money had got mixed up. Yeah. And when I got the lawyers and stuff, uh, we was going out to Koch. Mm-hmm. And at the time, by me having the, the, the little legal situations going on, it separated us, mm-hmm. which I didn't like. Which you know, I'm just a ghetto child trying to make it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. I didn't know once you start some legal stuff, you know, yeah. stuff get to get separated. And even we, we, I still was talking to Paul mm-hmm. and Juicy, but just because that the legal stuff was going on, they was trying to figure out who was in the wrong. It had to separate us. Mm-hmm. And Paul was like, "Well, Chad, you know." You got the lawyer. We didn't know, you know. We didn't yeah. know, and you know, so I was like, well, okay. So at the time, we just agreed that um, I could do my own thing, and they do their own thing. Because even though I was going through the legal stuff, I was still on contract with them. Yeah. So it still had me on hold. Yeah. And I still couldn't do nothing unless they said so. Yeah. So we all came to a mutual agreement, like you know, if I was like, Chad, you know, I like you. Mm-hmm. He said, I- I'm crazy about you. He said, I'm gonna let you go. That's what you want. He said, but one day you're going to wish you would have stayed with us. He Ooh. said, you're going to wish you would have stayed. And I said, okay. And, you know, he let me go. And like I said, I was young. When I got the legal, I, that's anybody now. They always tell you, whoever you going against or whoever, you got to stay away from them until the matters. That's criminal. Yeah. You got to stay away from them. So we never knew it was going to go that far. And at the same time, I just started doing my own thing, and that's why I'm always able to come back. Yeah. That's why every time something come around, I'm always able to be involved. Because mm-hmm. we never had no bad blood. From a fan's perspective over here, chat them posse songs and them studio sessions, which ones were your favorite studio sessions? And when were the times that the chat went in that studio and she felt like she went slammed the fuck off in that thing? Uh... Every time I went, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you. Every time I went was my funnest times. Cause like I said, it was like a party pretty much. Yeah, we all drunk, we all guy, we all kicked it, and we was like brothers and sisters, and we all came up with chemistry. Yeah, so you and Gangsta Boo, the two yeah. females. So first <laughs> of all, you got two of the hardest females in rap on the same damn label. Yeah, what was that like? Y'all going head to head on some of them songs and stuff like that. I, I think it was the same with us, you know. I never knew what she was gonna say. She never knew what I was gonna say. But once we got through, we'd be like, "Man, you bumped that thing." Yeah, and we bumped. You know, Boo, that's my sister. I love her. We got a witch album that out witch album, for yeah. people that don't know. And we might come up with another project, Ooh. but we talk every day. Come on now, we talk every day. What was it like when y'all got together on that witch album? No, man, uh, amazing. Yeah, long time come, long time do overdue. We was at Selecto Hits, then yeah. she dropped it, and we was we did long studio nights too. We did overnight recording instead of daytime. Yeah, so it was good. When you think about just your hindsight, twenty twenty, what would grown chat tell young chat? Man, I wouldn't tell me nothing. Because, man, I don't regret now and day. I had fun. I yeah. had a ball. Also, Lil White had a lot to do with the uh, Witch album, too, so I don't yeah. want to leave him out. Okay. Because uh, he came up on, up on the White music, so shout okay. out Lil White. Yes, sir. Um, shout out Selecto Hits. Yeah. And, uh, man, I wouldn't tell Lil Chat nothing. <laughs> 
Nah, I had a ball. I'm still having a ball. I'm, I'm still having a ball in life. I don't regret nothing because I really, I really don't remember that I made no mistakes. That this, I, I never been in jail before. Yeah. So you know, people always be like, uh, you ain't, you ain't screwed. You ain't. No, I'm smart. Yeah, exactly. I live paranoid. Come That's on. That's how I live all day. I, I'm the type. If you live paranoid, you can never get caught sleeping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I live my life. Answer me this, though, chat. So then in walks social media, this thing called Instagram. <laughs> and a thing called memes where they make pictures of songs and people and it just stands for something. When you see yourself on a meme from that chicken head song and video, what goes through your mind after the fact? I just be laughing because they just don't know that's the typical Memphis vibe. <laughs> you know, we, we pull up on somebody and we look that's at you right. like this. <laughs> and then we go, we go to the next person. That's right. That's right. That's, that's what we do in Memphis. <laughs> what was it like shooting that video for chicken head, though? It was fun. It was real fun. Yeah. And, you know, like I told you, Justin, it was like big brothers to me. And, and they, I ain't going to lie, they protected the mess out of me. We we had our little budget. Once again, we had our video budget. Y'all yeah. can see my clothes is real big yeah. on purpose. <laughs> Every time I tried to go get me something to go put on, just like, nah, nah. It got to the point, he just going to go find me some clothes. This what we, this what you going to go put on. <laughs> This too big. He was, and I get it. You know, we weren't trying to sell me no, as no cute. He wanted me to be me. Yeah. He wanted didn't want nobody look at me as no shape or no nothing like that. He yeah. wanted them to see chat. Exactly. You know, and, and that's what I like, and that's what I love about me too. I always sold my music. Mm -hmm. I didn't sell my body. Mm -hmm. I didn't try to be glamorous. I ain't try to be pretty shit. This shit right here, everybody like it, but I'm like, okay, you yeah. know, it, it's it's hot. Yeah. But. <laughs> You know, y'all gotta sell me for me, man. That's yeah. all I ask people to do. Just let me be me. Don't judge me. Don't 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 talk about how I am. Cause I'm just gonna be me, regardless if yeah, you right. see if you fuck with me or not. I might not be your type. You know, you got all type of females. You got the uh the bougie ones, mm -hmm. you got the classy ones, yeah. you got the jazz ones, yeah. you got the business ones, but yeah. then you got the hood ones, yeah. you got the gangster ones, that's right. and you got the thuggish ones, and that's who we are. Come on. You know, we got to represent one of them. One of them got so everybody ain't on. Somebody got to represent for the hood. Come on. And I just think the hood ain't gonna never leave out of me, so I'ma always be the hood on girl. You what know. was it like for you representing for the hood? And then how did Memphis react to you when you went out there snapping, doing your thing, and they know where you from? They loved it. They yeah. loved it because they know I was being me. You can't make it up. Exactly. Even if I try, you see, if, 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 if I try to do something different, it never works for me. Yeah. I got to be me. Come on. I can't do nothing but be me. You, Boo, and Mia X led the charge for the South for gangster women laying them lyrics down. What was that like being a female in hip-hop at that time? And, you know, what do you think has gone since then? But y'all were some trailblazers in this thing. Man, shout out uh, Mia X. That's my big sister. I love her. Matter of fact, we got some on The Witch. Uh, me, her, and Boo. Yeah, and we also did up. the video, and Paul made the beat. So, you know, that's a, that's how you do it. I exactly. always come back around. That's why you got to keep good relationships that's and right. do that. But, man, it was good. You know, you got uh, Mia was first. And then, of course, you know, Boo came, and she was killing it, you yeah. know. And then here I came. Yeah. And 
It's good to be listed in the top five. Come on, come on, because I mean, y'all, like, y'all put it down. You see what I'm saying? It's not too many women that actually got on these songs with these men and went toe to toe with them. You and Project Pat on Chicken Head, that is a hip hop classic. Pure Boy Blank, it's a hip hop classic. How do you feel having a hip hop classic up under your belt, though, chat? I feel legendary. Come on. <laughs> I feel legendary. Shh. You know? <laughs> when you see it still going crazy, 20 years later, you're seeing it still popping up on commercials, on memes, on television, on movies. Did you think that your career and your life would have that kind of trajectory behind it? I didn't. I didn't, because matter of fact, I was just in Nashville and uh, with my guy, Big Phil, matter of fact, who, who uh, they the owners of this disbelief tequila. Okay. Hell yeah. You know, and they some Memphis owners too, but matter of fact, they told me to present you with a bottle. Hey. Disbelief tequila. They come from uh, Big Phil and that guy's um, from Memphis. Appreciate it, Phil. <laughs> oh, it's about to go down. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm being disbelief all night long in this thing. <laughs> hey, you talking about? <laughs> Say yeah. what now? So, uh, matter of fact, I was down there, and it was like a 20-year-old yeah. artist down there, and she just was hearing me doing my features. Yeah. And she was like, ah, she, she rapped so hard, but she didn't know who I was. Yeah. And I was like, you don't know who she is? I'm like, y'all, she just 20. Yeah. I know, I know y'all know I think I'm young. I've been <laughs> rapping all y'all life. Exactly. But she's just 20, and I'm happily 43 years old. Come on so now. So I'm like, she, but she didn't know me, and then it was like, she, I was like, let me hear some of your music. And she was saying her music, and she was like, uh, I always in my face talking this and that. Boy, get back. I'm trying to shake some ass. I'm like, that's Bitch, you just told about that whole verse. I'm like, that's what I said. And she was like, wait a minute. I said, I'm on this. So she's like, wait a minute, that's you? So the moral of the story is she knew Chicken and she knew me. Yeah. My dad's dead, but she didn't know no check. Yeah. So when you ask me, I do a fear to still know the Chicken you know, still. That's, exactly. that's the story that I'm making. Like, Facts. you got a lot of new generation that might not hear murder she spoke. Yeah. Might don't know about me being with 3-6. Yeah. Might don't know about nothing, but they know about Chicken Exactly. So that's big. Your time in the industry up until this day, what were the things that you picked up along the way? Was it as crazy as you thought it would be or was it something else? Man, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But once you learn to accept it, it's all right. It's really what you make out of it, you know. Everything business ain't nothing personal. You got to look look for the letdowns and you got to be prepared for the ups. Because it ain't all bad. Yeah. It's good, it's good, good, and it's bad, bad. And you can't be in your feelings in it. You got to just let it ride because you got some people that'll make you hurt, hurt them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's mercy. But you just got to be mind, be business, and, and keep it keep it cordial. Talk to me about the good, good, though. What were the times that you were like, this is all good, and I'm loving this right here? Mine, when I was getting booked every, mine, at least four times a week. And I couldn't go. believe it, like, everywhere. Everywhere, and keep in mind, from Murder, She Spoke, I only had one video, and that yeah. was You Ain't Mad Is You. I didn't do no videos, and then the Killing Bar Choices dropped right behind it. Uh-huh. And it was like a week, because two different record companies. Yeah. So it was like a weak gap, and I thought it was going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. But all the time... I was getting policy and policy and my check getting shows like three cents marketing shows. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that was, it was good. And it's still good now to know that people still booking me. Exactly. Because I never stopped doing shows. Yeah. Even though y'all hadn't been seeing me doing interviews and yeah. all that. I'm still doing shows. I'm still doing features. I'm still working, you know. Facts. Yeah. Now, what was the bad, bad of it all? Well, the bad, bad of it all is 
like I said, the time when I when I made the the, the mistake and I got the legal in because keep in mind I'm brand new to this. Yeah. These guys, you know, with these who put me in the industry, I was on tours. I woke up to these guys. I went to sleep to these guys. We went tours month to month, month to month, and me thinking that you know that I'm trying to get my money and we end up having to be separated. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I just like what what I done done, you know. Yeah. What there, and it was really like getting over a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know how you feel heartbroken, like how you've yeah. been away from somebody. And regardless what, even if like when Juicy wanted to uh, do another album, just through legalization, I wasn't able to even be in, around them. Damn, because we was doing the legal stuff. And to the point I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Let's just don't even worry about it, you know. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. And that was one of my hardest times. But other than that, I you know, because I'm still a woman. That's right. At the same time. And I love them. I still love them to, to this day. Yeah. And once I picked my head up and said, man, look, this we finna do what it do. Yeah. I, I got my own label now, which yeah. is called Diamond Dozen. That's right. You know, I keep my brother uh Sergeant Mac with me everywhere right. I go. That's everywhere. Right. You know, he my hype man, he my he he my right hand man. Exactly. You know, every time you see me, you gonna see him. That's right. You know, and I got Drama Queen out right now. Uh about my own distribution, uh disco kids, shout out y'all, cause they they really pay. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you Come look on. up, you like, damn, I got a a a, 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 a withdrawal up in here. I got the withdrawal button. Yeah. But on the album I got fame. See me, I'm the type. I know it's a lot of new artists out here, mm-hmm. uh, and they good. Yeah. But when I listen to a, a beat, I try to hear who I can hear on it. Mm-hmm. I don't go for, oh, let me get him on it because he hot. Mm-hmm. I got to go for what type of song I think it is. You know, yeah. I had never reached out to Fiend, yeah. but I had a beat, and I, I I heard him on it. Yeah. So on the album, I got Fiend. I got my girl Juicy Fruit on it. She yeah. from Memphis. If, uh, y'all, you know, she's she on the Pete Valley and all that. That's right. Uh, I got my sister Gangsta Boo on there. I got Frazier Boy on there. I got my brother Pat on there. Yeah. Uh, let me see who else I don't want to leave nobody out. I got production from DJ Squeaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, if I'm leaving y'all out, please don't kill me. That's why <laughs> we don't do the, the the who I got on here. But Drama Queen is out, y'all. Yeah. And it, it is good. It's me. Now, Chad, I also understand that you are nursing this thing as well. Well, like I said, it started from me taking care of my brother. Yeah. Which he had the accident while we was on the road. He missed the whole step. He ended up paralyzed from neck down. So we had they they took him to a nursing home, and he was like the youngest person in there. And yeah. I was like, "Why y'all got him here?" And they were like, "We don't got nobody to take care of him." Yeah. So I was like, "Well, yes, we do, you know." And so I we brought him home, and I put my life on hold, and I've been taking care of him, and I took care of him six years yeah. into this year, and you know. Everything good. Doctor said he won't go rap, won't go talk, won't go do nothing. Two months, he called me one day, what's up, chat? You know? So everything good. But I learned a lot through that. Yeah. Because I wanted to tie my own nursing home. And, yeah. You know, even when the women come in, which was fun, because I thought I was doing something, I, by, by me giving them to a company, I had to train them. Yeah. Because they had, and they, they the ones I already got, you know. The certificates and all, and yeah. me here I am. I learned just by Kerr. Exactly. And it was a big thing, but they good. Who who I who taking care of them? They good. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, chosen people, shouting y'all out. Um, they came in. I trained them, and they good. And like I said, Womack on all platforms, Spotify, y'all support them. Cause he he rapping, he rapping his ass off. He Thanks. rapping too goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> 
He doing more rapping than me. <laughs> I feel you. Shout out Womack, Mike. <laughs> Chat, surviving COVID-19, what was that like for you when it got real out here in this field? My, I couldn't. I was like, what the hell going on? Yeah. Like, what is COVID-19? And then you got there and people dying, and we had to stay in the house, and people wearing masks, and it was crazy because at the time, uh, for those that don't know, you know, I was in a situation and, which is done. It ain't worth speaking on. Yeah. Uh, and, and I end up, you know, quarantining by myself, you uh. know, and, and filing papers and doing everything else and got my glow on. Yeah. And, and it was fun quarantining to me. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun doing quarantine. Yeah. Hey, man, say, man. <laughs> no, I feel you. Advice for the next little chat coming out of the hood that want to get into this music, though. I mean, what do you got to tell her, and what does she need to be prepared for getting into this game? Well, you need to be prepared for that you as a woman, for one. Mm-hmm. For two, a man uh, uh, has sex with anything, they won't tell it, so don't think that they won't try you because you might not be the big, big uh, one with the heels, with yeah. the this, that, because they going to try you, baby. <laughs> they going to try it. But I want to tell you to be you. Say your music, don't fall short, don't miss business with pleasure, don't change, don't yeah. let nobody change you because whoever attention that you got and it's been working, stay doing what you're doing because mm-hmm. it works. If you got their attention doing what you're doing, then that means, you know, you can get somebody else's attention. Yeah. And stay focused, you know, and then become your own boss. Talk to me about the men trying to get you, though, chat. You trying out here to, all you want to do is bust your flows and do what you do, and then you got these folks trying to look up your skirt. Man, you know, that's what y'all men do, man. That's what, that's what, God, that's what God created women for. Yeah. You know, we all shapes, all sizes. Yeah. That's what me, I just, I just I ain't mean no harm. But what do you tell the females that don't quite understand it? They ain't hip like you is, chat. They ain't got the game that you got. They don't come from where you come from. They just... I'm going to be a rap star. I'm letting you know it ain't going to happen. Because if you get to sleeping with your folks and doing all that, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. They're not going to put you out for you to go make it big and go sleep with somebody else. Because <laughs> that's what I'm here to tell you. If you sleep with one person, they're not going to put you out because they're going to feel like you're going to sleep with somebody else. So yeah. don't do it, little mama. Exactly. <laughs> like, be you. <laughs> be you. I also got my merch uh, site out. Shout yeah. out uh 24 hour print, they based out of Florida. Yeah. You know, we do the hood morning cause which is doing yeah. well. It's www.lookchatmerch.com. Y'all can go on the site and purchase some st- things and you know I'm just trying to keep it going. The movies though, what's happening with that? Ah oh, man, I got movies wrote, you know, I got a movie wrote called uh Mother's Pain. Mm-hmm. You know, uh I got a, a movie wrote called Gangster Girl. Which, that's right. That's what I'm gonna transform over to. You know, I'm still having fun with the music yeah. right now. But within the, between the end of this year and mm-hmm. the beginning of next year, that's what I'm transforming into the movies. So, oh. Chad, now while you in this thing, I got to ask you about the movie choices. Choices. What was it like <laughs> being a part of that whole thing right there? Ah, oh, man, it was so fun. When we was recording, matter of fact, when we was practicing, I don't know why everybody thought I was the joke. Every time everybody else could say they pause, but when I say my pause, everybody want to start laughing. <laughs> but I think we, we took like two months filming it. It was fun. It was real fun. Talk to me about just being an actress in that thing and just having the opportunity to just really do show a whole other side of you at the same time, but still be you at the same time. I didn't know how it was going to come out. I was uh, amazed myself. Matter of fact, it's out on YouTube. Yeah. Sources for the people that ain't seen it. 
Uh, I think you can download on Amazon. It's, it's out now. So I really know I was going to come out myself. I surprised my own self. <laughs> <laughs> I really just tried to be, you know, natural and tried to be me. And I was really an actor. What was going on on that set, though, chat? Fun. Uh-huh. It was real fun. And, like, we'll practice on it the day before, and then the next day we'll do the scene. And so it was like we all be at the table and we'll practice, and you know what, when we was coming in the next day, we do the scene. Man, that's and it was dope. fun. But then you had to haul off and snitch your poncho in this thing. But y'all forgot, I just get your Paul and Jay. Ooh. See, Poncho, he gave me problems from the get-go. You going down, buddy. Yeah, if I'm going down, you going down, too. He never liked me from the jump. Let's get that in mind. So I already had to go and tell on you anyway. You go get it, nigga. Ain't that. So, yeah, I told him on my show that his name Poncho Davis. Now what? Straight like that. And I touched on this a little earlier, but I'm going to double back to it, working with Tommy Wright. Ah, yeah. Talk to me about that, man. You know, man. Tommy Wright was hot. Tommy Wright still hot. Tommy yeah. Wright was hot during the same time. 3-6 was hot back yeah. in the days. And we ended up linking in. You know, like I said, we want, I wasn't signed at the time, so I was just dropping flows, yeah. just doing music again. It was fun working with him, too. And play a fly. Play a fly, too. Talk to me about just that Memphis, because y'all got so many talented folks in that one city. I mean, you look around, and everybody's in this thing jamming. Everybody. You got everybody that I can't even do a roll call, because somebody's going to feel like I left them out. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah it, it was fun, and we all uh, sometimes end up in the same building, Yeah, and it'll still be fun. Do you still have that same hunger in you, though, Chad, or is it just for fun or you doing it because you know you the GOAT and you can just get it off your chest whenever you want to? Well, I ain't going to lie. I'm doing it for fun now. Yeah. You know, because it, really when you do it for fun, it's better. I didn't already went through the heartaches, the hardships, the struggles, the all that. So why start all over to go back through it? So, yeah. you know, I'm doing it for fun. People know who I am. They know what I'm going to deliver, you know, and when, Drama queen now, y'all gonna see I still got it. And that's all I wanna do. It's like you say, that I want y'all to keep saying she's still the GOAT. Exactly. She still got it. Are we gonna have any more reunions taking place anytime soon? Uh, I'm sure we are because they started them back up and uh, we own a couple of them, but you know, by the COVID still opening back yeah. up. So yeah, I'm sure we are. Because okay. we done did, we did what, three days before COVID did. Uh-huh. And then we had some shows, but we had some deposits down on a couple of places, but they hadn't rebooked them yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now when you go back over your career one more time then, chat, what are three things that you ain't going to never forget from your time doing what you do all the way up until now? Uh, stay humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay business. And... Hematized count positive. Exactly. Staying <laughs> humble. How was you able to stay humble in this thing, Chad? Because when you got songs going crazy and to this day you still getting that love out there, what was it that kept you from coming out of yourself? Me seeing other people being rude. You know, a lot of people not understanding that it's an honor to be a star. Yeah. And that the people make you, you don't make the people. Mm. And me seeing other people, you know, mistreating fans and you know, not not really just taking star from being a, for granted. Yeah. And all the time, one day you can be a star and everybody love you. And next day you'll be somewhere they don't know who you are. Exactly. So I'm one of the people that know that you know the fans make me. I don't make them. That's right. And I appreciate them. 
And that what kept me home. What were the craziest thing that you seen them fans doing? Because I know y'all fans was out the damn chain, chat. Oh, man, they always wanted us to sign their titties. <laughs> oh, they love for me because when I performed, I always showed my beer belly. They love for me to show my belly. <laughs> They wanted to drink my beers. They love me. They wanted to. Oh, they was crazy. They, and they still are. They still are. They still crazy fans. What did your child say that you raised during all of this? I don't know because I am. Don't Please don't talk about him. I got one child. Yeah. And all he want to do is be screech. He don't want to read nothing. He don't even want to rap. I, want to, I, I tried to make him rap. I wanted to try to make him do the music. And now, really, I'm glad that he didn't do it, but. You know, I think it's just he just turned twenty five and it's just hitting him that his mama legend. Damn. Other than that, he wanted to be the little normal kid in the hood. Yeah. It's the normal kid around everybody and now it's just hitting him that his mama legend. Why was you <laughs> glad that he chose not to do it? Cause it's like especially now these days, you know, it's like click and click. They didn't change the industry to beef. Like everybody yeah. beeping it. Everybody fighting, everybody killing one another for real, for real. Like that ain't that ain't what the music going to. And then it's like the clicks. The, the, the y'all ain't going against the streets. Y'all going against each other in the industry. Exactly. And it's just real kind of. It's to me. It, I just, I'm just glad he didn't do it. What do you think about this industry today, though, Chad? Because from the time that y'all was in it, you know, to now with this digital, with this social media, with all of these streamings and all this extra stuff going on. Then when you got artists dying every five minutes, man. How do you feel about the industry now from your perspective? Well, I know it's easier to make money now. Ooh. You know, they don't have to do the hard work that we did. We had to go put out posters. Yeah. We had to go do uh, autograph signings. We had to go in these stores and sign, meet people. We had to do a lot of footwork. And uh, we didn't have the platforms where people can download. And all. we had to actually sell records. We yeah. had to actually sell tapes. We had to actually sell CDs. Mm -hmm. And it's easier for that. And with the dime... I don't know. I just think it's that that time. You know, when we was younger. A lot of people was dying. Yeah. The dying really just never stopped. Yeah. You know? <laughs> people just gonna be dying every yeah. day. Come on. Yeah. Talk to me about that too. Just coming out of the hood with it and being able to survive that to achieve that. Cause see, a lot of times you got young girls in the hood just like you was, but they ain't gonna go off the beeler chat. You see what? They might not even live. It's just all about knowing how to move. Yeah. You know, you have to analyze and always pay attention because not paying attention will make you realize that you got to pay attention. Ooh. You know? So that's, that's, the, that's the best advice that <laughs> I can give you. You just stop with that one. You just stop <laughs> with that one right there, Jack. <laughs> Lastly, how can these folks contact you? And is there anything else you want to tell them? Oh, uh, man, uh, y'all just stay tuned because I'm out here, you know. Y'all, man, I'm a guy. Brother started made with me. And, uh... Y'all contact me, I run my own Twitter, which is at the real chat, D-A-R-E-A-L-A-C-H-A-T. Uh, my Instagram is Chat underscore I-G. That's L-A-C-H-A-T underscore I-G. My Facebook is uh, Chat. you know. Like I said, I got the merch, www.lilchatmerch.com. And my y'all just stay tuned because I'm out here. I mean, the turn, you ain't no going crazy, though. You I mean, know, that's you just part know. of the lingo. How do you feel when folks try to run off with the lingo, though, Chad? Man, that's Memphis shit, man. We gonna, everybody in Memphis going to say it. Man, shout out Krim, because Krim, he, man, that's yeah. who said it first. I could do it. back when we was younger, but that's Memphis like, you ain't no, yeah, oh, what, nigga, bitch, man, what? <laughs> hey, man, fuck you. <laughs> 
We just had some shit talking, motherfucker. Already. Yeah. And then lastly, I just got to ask Play you about the that swag America. that comes out of there. How would you describe it? And what is it that you think keep the city bumping consistently from then to now? The streets. Yeah. The Memphis streets. The Memphis living. You know, like I said, we weren't making this stuff up. And still today, the Memphis artists that's rapping, they not making it up. They mm -hmm. going out what they see, the life they live, the money they getting, the chances they taking. And just the Memphis City by itself help us stay bumping. Thanks. <laughs> and when you speak of the money, how did that money impact you when you saw it? Did it change you in the chat? Well, yeah, it did. It changed <laughs> me a little bit. I got to buy stuff that I knew I never that I never thought that I would be able to buy, you yeah. know. So other than that, I, I'm a giver. So I, I, I gave my family money. I took care of people, you know. So it's just how I went. Take me to that point, though, too, because, I mean, coming out of the hood, you don't never think that you're going to be able to buy some of this stuff sometime. And when you go in that store and you swipe that card and you got them skin down that cash, it feels a little empowering in this thing. And then the crazy part about it, like, I want these girls, and I'm sure it's a lot of us like out here like that. Like, when I say I'm from the hood, keep in mind I never chose the hood. The hood chose me. Mm. My mother always, I'm talking about work. She she retired as a sergeant. Yeah. My dad, stepdad, you know, sergeant. They always had money. Always had nice cars, good yeah. houses, all that. I was just one of them girls that I chose to want to be the hood home girl. Yeah. So don't don't I don't want to get it confused like I was raised with nothing or yeah. not having nothing. I had to be in the streets, uh, and so I got to shout my mom out because my mom is the reason why I'm also the woman that I am today. You know, I'm right. hood, but because of her, I'm hood classy. Come on, you know now. what I'm saying? I, I don't spend my money on the necklaces and all that. I spend money on fifteen hundred dollar houses and yeah. cars and yeah. insurance and life insurances and you know stuff like that. So exactly. it's okay to be hood, but you know y'all be hood classy. With it. Don't just be hood, hood, hood because you still got to be hood womanly. Yeah. So let me clear that up. With that being said, how do you feel about the Cardi B's and the Megan the Stallions and them still, you know, Cardi B got her chicken song coming out and stuff like that. What was that like when you saw them paying homage in a way to you? So you gonna act like you ain't heard of who run it? That's what you got to do. That's your guy, ain't that? <laughs> so that's your guy? Hold up. Lord, give me some more, Jack. <laughs> Why did you have to give him hell no. who run it, Jack? So you going to act like no. you're the who run it, huh? <laughs> Pull me that. some more, Jack. Uh, forgive me. Forgive me, Jack. <laughs> no, forgive me. Forgive yeah. me. Hold up. But you had to give him hell on who run it, Jack. What was it that made you say, you know what, I need to step back out here and let these folks know what the hell's going on then? One thing about me, I never know what I'm going to say until I sit down and write it. Yeah. Because I don't freestyle. And the Who Run the Challenge was out. Yeah. And, and I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for somebody to come out saying my words. They boy, please, whatever, you know. Yeah. That's not my words, you know. Yeah. Them, them, the actual words. And I just had to let them know. And, and you don't. I just feel like if you're going to at least do anything, that's to anybody. If you're going to use my vocals in your song, if you're going to uh, use some of my words or whatever, hey, you don't got to give me your only salute to you, and I'm honored that you even like it, but at least, you know, shout me out. Or at least be like, yeah, you know, shout out my girl, little chat. Don't just act like you created or, or act like this just came from out of nowhere because that's my masterpiece. I say it right now. Boy, please, whatever, you know. Yeah. And, and that's just how I felt, so I just had to let it be known. 
were you ever able to get in contact with her just to chop it up with her and say what's happening? For what? It was already done. It ain't nothing to talk about. You know, she did. It wasn't nothing to talk about. I'm pretty sure Paul and Juice knew how the business on the the, yeah. the, the business side, but yeah. you know, at the, at the same time, that's just like a deal. Everything ain't just about money and business. You know, that's just like if I know that's your cup, that's your cup. Yeah. And, and he sell it to me, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, that's your cup though. Yeah. Just because he sold it to me, that don't mean that I don't supposed to say, "Hey, man, look." I got you cut, man, uh, you know. Yeah. That's how, but it already was done. And that's just how I felt. At the end of the day, who run it? So now, going forward with these females out here, how do you feel about them taking the torch and running with it, though, after you done, you know, laid this groundwork and trailblaze this thing? Well, I salute to them. Yeah. You know, they young. They 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 the age we was when we had it, you yeah. know. So that's why I say we do it for fun. I just hope that. They can stay, you know, in as long as we is. Because, like you say, we still getting shows. We still getting money. We still able to do it. And this 24, 25 years later, you know, people still checking for us. So, you know, I salute them all. They doing their thing. When you think about time and just time in the industry and how fast that shit go, what goes through your mind when you rewind it and you like, damn, that shit went fast, fast. as hell? Because I don't even want to hear no 20 years ago because I recall when them songs dropped and it's like, I don't want to hear that shit. And the crazy part about it, these people seeing this stuff like it just came out. That's all they want to hear. They want to hear that. They want to see you doing something new just so they can book you to do the old shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hey, yeah. want to see me doing something new. I'll chat back out. Yeah. That's for them to hear the chat that they want to hear. Yeah. You know, so, and that time went fast because it's really like, we ain't lost nothing. You know, yeah. we just still living every day. Do you think you could have did things differently during that time to maximize on that time, or were you just doing the best you can and you just like, it is what it is? Well, you know, like I said, uh, Paul and Juice was in control, so they was pretty much, letting, you know, running everything. Yeah. And then once we get loose, I was just going with the flow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just going with the flow. I, didn't, I wasn't losing no money. And that's what make you realize, you can say you want getting paid, you want doing that. Well, why is you able to still do shows? Why is you able to still people buying verses? We still getting paid right now because yeah. of them. You know what I'm saying? Because if we wouldn't have never been hypnotized, camp posse, a bunch of three season mafia, I wouldn't be able to talk to you today. Yeah. Twenty some years later. Yeah. So you know. When was it that it clicked in your head that they wasn't that bad? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they wasn't bad. Like I told yeah. you, it wasn't supposed to be a separation. Yeah. That's why I said it was like a, 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 a young girl heartbreak to me. Yeah. But I had to go, but because I had already had the legal terms, mm-hmm. I had to go with what they said. Even Paul called like, Chad, you know, we got lawyer papers. What, what's going on? You know? And he was like, you done it. You know, and it, it wasn't, it never supposed to be a separation. Mm-hmm. We, I never knew. Well, you know, you have to do this till we find out who in fault with this money. Wait a minute, what are we doing all this for? Yeah. You know, because I was young. But so they never was really that bad. How did you deal with the fame, though, too, Chad? I just knew that Murder She Spoke had sold a lot of records. Yeah. A lot of records. And uh, when I asked uh, Juicy, like, about the checks, it was like Koch Records was supposed to be sending the checks. Yeah. But I was getting so many show, show, so much show money. And plus, they was calling to giving me features, and we was calling to getting them checks. Yeah, I was just looking for the murder she spoke checks. Yeah, you know, which I never saw. Mm. But like I said, I was signing Koch Records, 
And I was told that Koch Records was supposed to be the one that was cutting the checks. Mm-hmm. But the lawyers had to get in it to find out how everything was going and how everything's supposed to win. Yeah. So at this point, I was separated from everybody. Yeah. So I never was a, fuck you, I'm through with y'all, you know, yeah. I got to ask this, though, too. Coming from where you come from and then having all of that fame, how did you deal with the fame and the notoriety that came with that stuff at that time and keep from fucking yourself up? I just, like I told you, I always live paranoid. <laughs> I always live, like, you know, I don't like nobody say nothing to me. Yeah. Like, we, I'm the type, you know, if the club say don't smoke in the club, these folks will be smoking. When they get ready to pay me the blood, don't pay me that blood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just really not a fucker upper. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, I you know? That. I feel so that. So that's just how I live. That's why I said I had to salute my mom because at the same time, I'm hood. But I also was raised by a mom that showed me how a woman's supposed to be at the same time. You could be hood, but you ain't got to be no damn fool. Exactly. You don't got to go out here and try and prove that you so hood that you catching charges and you do a dumb shit. And I promise you, I was not no angel. Yeah. I didn't did who knows what. Yeah. But I was smart with it. And that's why I say just because I ain't never been to jail don't mean I was lying. That mean I was smart. Exactly. You know, that's how it was. Lastly, what is it that you love the most about the game, chat? I just love the game because the game love me. Come on now. I love the game because the game love me. I can dig it with a chat. <laughs> Appreciate you coming through this thing, sis. Come on, give me some Thank of that. You, Wish you number the best and much. Thank you. Already. Wish you number the best and much you said. Thank Be you. Be high radio shout at the chat. We up out of this thing. Holla at y'all, yeah, man. Yeah, man.